time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. Very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday on William Hill's Scottish Cup last 16 weekend. And after the ghost of Stenhouse Muir was eventually laid to rest, it's now another name that sends shockwaves through the Red Army with Sunday's visit of Queen of the South. There's also a fairly busy week to look back on with just a few talking points to cover. We'll have the latest predictions as the predictor starts to enter the home straight. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me are Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, will start off by looking back. Um, first of all, a very good performance down at Easter Road last Saturday. An extremely good performance. If Aberdeen had won that game by two or three clear goals rather than just a single goal, I don't think anybody could have complained. Uh, it was a strong performance, a really good team performance, and despite the fact that we lost key men to injury, it showed the strength and depth that there is in the Aberdeen squad and a very good three points. Yeah, and then Dave, on to Wednesday night. Uh, mm. Another nothing much happened in that game of course uh, but uh, um, yeah what can you what can you say it, if you were a neutral you'd have loved it yeah it was it was a fantastic advert for Scottish football both sides went at it hammer and tongs it was it was like a cup tie really wasn't it and you know it was under the lights it was a full house it had a, a terrific atmosphere and it was really really hard fought game um, we've been speaking to assistant Tony Doherty who's been reflecting on the Rangers defeat it was certainly a, a robust game it was a great game but uh, yeah it was fine we trained this morning took the boys out the ones that had to recover the cover the ones that trained Obviously McKenna won't be available for the game, but uh, Colin McLean were hoping to have back. But the boys are in good spirits. You know, they realise the level of performance that we put in the other night merited, I think, at least taking a point from it. So we'll take the positives from that and we'll move on to a, a really important game on Sunday. So is it Dent's confidence or anything? That... Absolutely not, you know, because we were, were reflecting the match, you know, and I think uh, you've seen anybody that's seen the match here, yeah, I think we were better first half. And I think second half, we were the team that you know were on the ascendancy and we certainly, we thought we'd done enough to at least deserve a point. So we take the positives from that performance and we move on to the next the next match. I've analysed that and, and make sure that we're ready for the next match and you can't underestimate how big the next game is coming up. So that one's history now. The next one's a Scottish Cup tie against Queen of South out there. The scoreline reads 2-4, Andrew, but... Uh... That was only 2-4 because the Dons were throwing everything bar the kitchen sink at Rangers in that last half hour. Yeah, um, for me, to be perfectly honest, the game hinged on that key decision that Bobby Madden failed to make when Alan McGregor came out, studs up and clattered into Lewis Ferguson. It was in the penalty area. Had it been an outfield player, it would have been a penalty and a red card. Why was it not that for a man wearing gloves? Yeah, we'll hear uh, more on that very incident very shortly. Uh, but Dave, uh, the bottom line, disappointing though it was, uh, you, there's ways to lose games and we know the result is the be-all and end-all, but uh, there's been games where we've felt we haven't done ourselves justice. I don't think that was the case on Wednesday. Absolutely not, Dave. It was, uh, for the most part, a very good performance by Aberdeen. But Joe Lewis, the keeper, the, the big man, he, he takes very little consolation from that showing on Wednesday. 
My expectation going to into a game against Rangers is that, is that we'll beat them, and, and we have to have that uh, expectation that we, that we can do that. We've got confidence going into, into every game, and yeah, we can take pride in in a lot of the aspects of the performance. But like I say, I'm you know going into the game, I, you know I don't get too infused by the just the performance. You know, the winning games is what counts, and, and that's what we need to do on Sunday. Joe being uh, philosophical there, but uh, Morelos. McGregor, you mentioned it was the the officials. Let's let's be honest; they have a, a a huge and hard job in a game like that, where something's happen happening all the time. But I thought they got so many big decisions wrong. Yeah, key decisions um, that had a, a major impact on the outcome of the game, and it just tells you the sooner VAR comes in in Scotland the better the the penalty that was given in the first half to Rangers shouldn't have been a penalty in the first place it wasn't a free kick but when the free kicks played into the area Connor Goldson's offside and nobody can say he's not interfering with play because that's who it's aimed at and he gets a touch on it so the penalty should never have been given uh, the Morelos incident with, with Scott McKenna Aberdeen have said they're okay um, his feet were up and it was probably a red card to both players so we haven't appealed it Rangers obviously see it differently and are playing the system let's make no mistake that's what they're doing they're playing the system and I suppose in many respects who can blame them because the system has been has worked in their favour uh, we saw it from the the first red card that Morelos got in the first league game up at Petaudry, uh, where he kicks out at Scott McKenna, and it's deemed that's perfectly okay. Yellow card. If it was, a, if it's to be deemed a yellow card for what he did on Wednesday night, there should be a second yellow card for the simulation that followed, and that equates to red, so he should be banned. But hey, natural justice doesn't apply to the SFA, particularly when it's Rangers players who are up in the dock. And Dave, the referee is the one that gets under the microscope, but I, I thought he got very little assistance from his assistants. Yes, uh, you know, words words fail me when you look at some of those key decisions that Andrew has, has just outlined. It's exasperating, it's infuriating, and we've got to get technology fast-tracked. Let's not wait a year. Let's get VAR in ASAP. Here's Tony Doherty's take on the incidents involving Morelos and McGregor. Our manager did say after the game, we thought both red cards were, were merited. You know, So there's no point appealing a red card that you think is a red card. Rangers can do what they do, but we discussed that as a Staff, we discussed it with the players, the player involved, and you know it's probably a red card from our point of view. So there's no point in appealing that. Again, on reflection of that game, uh, we did think it was a penalty kick. You know, Lewis came through there, and I think Lewis has, has ridden the tackle very well. You know, I think if his leg planted, that could be a serious injury. He's he's got there, so good for Lewis. You know, it's a good run. But again, that's when it's hits in the history. Now, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. It's so important that we now focus on another huge game, which is Sunday Scottish Cup game coming up. And Dave, not everybody sees the game and various incidents in the same way. Do they? Maybe we've got red tinted specs, but uh, other people maybe have a different colour of specs on. Absolutely, Dave. We've just heard from Don's assistant manager Tony Doherty. Here's what uh, his opposite number at Rangers, Gary McAllister, thought. It was a strong confrontation the whole night. Two competitive players, two guys wanting to win the game badly. I thought Alfredo's reputation went ahead of him on this one. I think he was trying to get the way. You know, and I can only talk about the actions of, of our player. You know, and I think there was a, a conscious effort to not to make a stamp. So for me, I've seen it back. I, I just see Alan McGregor getting into a position, you know, to, to make the save, you know, and, and then he tucks himself up into a ball to, to prevent himself from being hurt. 
a lot of respect for Gary McAllister as a player, but uh, as, not as, after that. No. I'm sorry, that, that's that's just a PR team has given him yeah. words to say because surely he's a football man, he's been around the game long enough. He cannot seriously think that we're going to believe that. Yeah, no. Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with Andrew. Uh, you know, a hundred percent. Gary, um, fantastic player, but you know, I, I, he, he must have been watching a different game to the rest of us if if that's what he really thinks. Okay, um, Andrew, we've got a big game as Tony Doherty's already mentioned. Queen of the South, a place in the last sixteen. Stenhouse Muir, right, we've managed to uh, bury that one. Just, just <laughs> well, uh, um, the second time of asking. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but uh, yeah, Queen of the South. Um, you know, and the, Andy Constantine, the only survivor from that day in two thousand and eight. Yeah, well, um, he did get a wee bit of um, redemption because he got the winner last time the sides met in the Scottish Cup back in Valentine's Day twenty twelve when we won a replay down at Palmerston, but. Uh, I think it would be a, a major, major upset if Queens were to come up here and get a victory. Um, you have to give them respect. Uh, there's no question that the Dons will do that when you've got a striker who's scored 37 goals in 30 appearances. Uh, or th- it's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Well, sorry, 33 appearances he's made. But Stephen Doby obviously is the talisman for Queen of the South. But you look at their results this season. They've had some highs, but they've had as many lows. And I think that if Aberdeen play anything like they did in the latter part of that game against Rangers on Wednesday night they'll just be too strong for the the championship side yeah it's um, another home tie which is important Dave um, but it's more importantly it's a chance to get into the quarter final which means you're just one game away from a return to Hamden yeah then it starts to get really interesting then we're well and truly into the business end of, of the tournament Tony Doherty says Cubs are so important to the club I know the last one we got to the final we just fell short this one now we've got a real opportunity to get to the last day but it's Hope Queen South and they're a team that we've got real respect for respect for their staff respect for their man Manager and we'll be treating that game accordingly. You know, we've had them watch on several occasions now. We know their strengths, we know their weaknesses. We'll be coming up here, you know, Gary Naismith, somebody we know well. We had him the staff here. He's a, he's a great lad, a really, really top professional, one of the best I've worked with. And he's taking on his management. You know, I heard his, I heard his interview during the week there and very impressed with Gary the way he's going about his business there. And, and we know that it's a, it's a team that we'll need to be our best to try and beat and get to the last eight. They've got a former Don as uh, their manager, but they've also got Nicky Lowe, who's back playing in Scotland, and it'll be good to see Nicky again, as, just as long as he doesn't enjoy himself too much on Sunday afternoon. Yes, I, um, <laughs> Nicky's always a, a welcome visitor to Pataudry. You know, he, he scored one of the penalties when we won the League Cup, so uh, his name will be forever etched into Pataudry folklore. But uh, yeah, um, well, we'll give them a, a big welcome back. Uh, we hope that it's a long journey back down to Dumfries for them on Sunday night. Yeah, and that's the only focus that uh, everyone's on isn't it Dave it's just Sunday is everything right now Absolutely you you have to put um, you know get get the positives from Wednesday night's uh, you know courageous performance in defeat to Rangers put that right out the picture just focus on getting into the last eight uh, Joe Lewis though insists that uh, nobody will be getting ahead of themselves it's obviously a, a massive um, aim and the start of every season you know, we want to do as well as we can in all, all the cups and and uh, and silverware I think as an Aberdeen player you feel as a very realistic possibility so that you, you go into these games and the game on Sundays is as important as 
as, as any other game in the cup, we need to deal with that first. I think as soon as you start looking too far, too far ahead of yourselves in any competition, it can be your downfall a little bit. So, you know, our focus is going, definitely going to be on on Sunday. We'll continue our build-up to Sunday's William Hill Scottish Cup tie between Aberdeen and Queen of the South after these. It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Welcome back. This is North Sound One's Red Friday. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, as usual, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, Andrew, Queen of the South, uh, there is no chance. I mean, they've had, as you mentioned, some great results and also some poor results, but uh, they obviously did well to knock out uh, Dundee in the last round with that Stephen Doby hat trick in the replay. Yeah, I mean, they. <laughs> Okay, the first goal is an excellent goal. The second two are horrendous defending by Dundee, so you wouldn't anticipate Aberdeen replicating that. But Stephen Doby's the type of player that he can go through half an hour of a game and you think, is he actually here? And then he'll pick the ball up 30 yards out and ping it into the top corner. He's that type of striker. Uh, so he he has to be watched. But um, they've got other good players. We've mentioned Nicky Lowe, uh, Lyndon Dykes up front. They've got Barry Maguire on loan from Motherwell at the back. And, uh, you know, Fraser Aird, uh, one time of Rangers, uh, is on loan from Dundee United. He's not cup-tied, so he might be able to play in the game as well. And Alan Martin, the goalkeeper, has got a wealth of experience. Motherwell, Leeds, Ayr, Crewe, Aldershot, Clyde, Hamilton and Dumbarton amongst his previous teams. Yeah, and uh, Stennis Muir, Dave, we're a League One side. This is, is a step up from that. Yes, uh, they will certainly not be underestimated or Aberdeen could be in a lot of uh, uh, trouble. Um, can't see that happening, to be honest. Uh, Tony Doherty uh, speaking about uh, the, the the dumping of Dundee in the previous round. Uh, Tony's very impressed with the manner of that victory. The game at Dens Park, they did extremely well, you know, and, and the game down at Queen South, you've seen that themselves, a 3-0 win, and they were, they were great, they did, they did a great run of form up to that, you know, they'd beaten Inverness uh, up there, and they'd beaten Ross County 4-0, so they were getting into that game, the Dundee game, full of confidence, and, and credit to them, you know, they're a good team, you know, they're well organised, there's a lot of, a lot documented about Stephen Dobie, you know, and rightly so, 37 goals and 30 appearances, but, you know, we've got the boy Dykes behind that, we've got Nicky Lowe that we know well, they've got a really well-organised, good team, and absolutely no chance we'll underestimate that, you know, they deserve all that respect, and I'm getting through in the cup, probably, you know, they'll look to go even further. And Dave, there, as well as Tony and uh, Derek not underestimating, you can be sure that, uh, that the players will go in in the right frame of mind, particularly after the, the slight hiccup last time round. For sure, uh, Joe Lewis tells us Queens won't be taken lightly. I've obviously got the, the standout goal scorer in Dobie that's been um, scoring a lot of goals this season, but um, we'll have a closer look at them on what their strengths and weaknesses are and where we can take advantage of their weaknesses and, and, try, and try and nullify their, their strengths. But yeah, they'll come up here, I'm sure, and, and enjoy the occasion and we need to make sure, first and foremost, we match their desire to win the game and then hopefully the players in our team with the, the quality to win games and and, and to score goals and, and to make the difference that can come out as the game moves on but we need to make sure that uh, we match like I say their desire to win the game first and foremost Scott McKenna is out Andrew but uh, we had Michael Devlin back on the bench 
in midweek uh, he can certainly slot in and it's great to see him back Yes, uh, it will be good to see Michael back on the pitch once again he's, he's had a, a long layoff and uh, he'll be itching to get back into action Tommy Hoban as well in there who has been excellent uh, in the, the games that he's played since his return from long term injuries so plenty uh, good defenders there and attack wise uh, I think Greg Stewart's getting better and better James Wilson when he's come off the bench has had an impact Gary Mackay Stephen looks as though he's, he's back to the form that he was in before he he suffered his injury and of course big Sam Cosgrove just <laughs> goes on scoring goals Yeah and uh, also Dave as well as Michael Devlin back uh, Conor McLennan who uh, during GMS's enforced layoff uh, impressed everybody but uh, starting to have a wee bit of options in all areas of the pitch now Yeah suddenly things are looking a heck of a lot less threadbare than they were just a, a short while ago uh, but the doc says it, you know it's just great to see Mikey's return. He's a big figure in the dressing room, and big figures are even better, you know, when they're playing and when they're contributing to the team. So, Mikey's been about training for the last week, and there's been a real difference. You've noticed, you know, the atmosphere about the place is fantastic. If you came in here this morning, you wouldn't have thought we could beat the other night. But I think that's down to the players realising the level of performance and the, the stage that we're at in the season, and how, how important it is to keep that confidence and remain, you know, positive about every game. So, but Mikey helps with that. Certainly does help with that. You can see, as long as we've got the, the the squad, the majority of the squad back at any one time, the rationale behind Bruce Anderson, Scotty Wright and, and uh, Mark Reynolds going out on loan. Absolutely. You just needed to look at the bench on, on Wednesday night to see the strength of squad that there is at Pataudry and Conor McLennan wasn't involved. Um, Dean Campbell, who's knocking on the door of getting into the first team. Uh, plus, there's other youngsters who are, are making impressions. Ethan Ross, Miko Vertinen, Jack McKenzie... You know, their time will come. It may take a little while, but um, there's good strength and depth there at Pataudry behind the guys who were stripped on, on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, as, as the fact that the players have done so well, albeit it's uh, very early in their, their loan at the period, it does mean that uh, we've seen youngsters coming through. We could see some more between now and the end of the season, Dave. Yeah, it's it's terrific to see the you know the conveyor belt of uh, young talent uh, you know bearing fruit. You know, there's there's an awful lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes to to bring the youngsters through, just to nurture them along. And you can you can see uh, the huge progress that's been made in recent years. Uh, you know, with with getting the the cream of the crop when it comes to uh, talented youngsters. As for the first team squad, well, Tony's very happy with its strength and quality. Squad, you know, in terms of numbers, but the quality's there, and we've got players in that dressing that all expect to play. So there's a, a real level of competition for each position, and and it, it's healthy that towards your squad. And we've all got the same aim. You know, we want to be as successful as we can. First of all, in the cup, and our first opportunities to do that on Sunday, and then we'll carry on the league uh, campaign once that starts against St Martin. But the full focus at the moment is in the Scottish Cup, and it's Queen and South. They're in our way, and Sunday we'll try and make sure we deal with that. Well, let's hear from Dumfries boss Gary Naismith. The work that Derek and the Doc have done up there, eh, Tony, outstanding. I worked under Derek for, I think it was maybe three or four months when he first came into Aberdeen, and I liked everything he was trying to do at the club, you know, even though, even though, you know, he released me at the end of it, 
I understood that. He wanted to take the team in a different direction. He wanted energy, he wanted a youthfulness into the team. But I liked everything he was trying to do. Uh, behind the scenes, he's uh, a tireless worker. I know he won't underestimate us. You'll have watched our last five or six games. You'll know our strengths, our weaknesses, where they can get at us. So that, in its turn, makes it uh, doubly difficult for us to try and get one over them. But we'll try our best. I've done my homework on them. Right, uh, one to watch, Dave. I'm going to go for Mikey Devlin. We've just heard about him. Um, you know, Tony said, you know, great to have him back. Clearly it is. And Tony said, what a, a positive influence he is in the dressing room. And I think he'll step back in tomorrow like he's never been away. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go for Lewis Ferguson. He's been in the, the, the limelight a lot. Uh, but, you know, he just gets better and better as a player. And I think... Uh, It'll be an interesting battle between himself and Nicky Lowe, probably in the middle of the park, but uh, Fergie, uh, I think, will win that one and contribute to an Aberdeen victory. OK, before we start the predictor, let's hear what the kid in the kit room has to say about Sunday's game. Come on, Dons, give us our 4-3 win against Queen of the South. We don't want a 4-3 no. win against Queen oh, of the South. it'll be heart attacks all round. Exactly, exactly, right. I think he's trying to kill us off. <laughs> oh, jeez, I couldn't handle he's that. He's not alone. Right, <laughs> um, predictor latest, Andrew. Uh, well, last week, uh, Dave G, you top scored with Ooh. eight points. Uh, so you've dragged yourself off the bottom of the table. You're on 93. Uh, John McMaster, who was um, representing the Red Army, got seven. He's, so the Red Army are on 92. Uh, Dave and I, we both scored six, so Dave... You're on 105 and I'm on 107. Okay, so let's look at uh, this week and uh, the Red Army are uh, represented by young Jack Meeky. We'll hear from Jack very shortly. Uh, First of all, uh, Andrew, starting with... uh, Hibs against Wraith Rovers. Well, I think uh, Hibs will be too strong for uh, Wraith on Saturday. They desperately needed a win because um, although they've been playing some decent enough football, they just can't buy a win at the moment. Still no closer to getting a a manager appointed as we speak, uh, but I see a 3-1 Hibs victory. Dave? Hibs fortune's not good at the moment. They're below Motherwell in the Premiership, down in eighth place, but they really should have too much for a Wraith side who come to Easter Road in confident mood. I'm also going for 3-1 Hibs. I'm going for 4-0 Hibs. Uh, Dave, staying with you, St Mirren against the Dundee United. Quite an intriguing one, that. Yeah, I'm going for St Mirren 1, Dundee United to a fancy United just to edge this one. Although they are a lower league side, it, it wouldn't be a massive upset. 2-1 United. Andrew? Uh, I think it will be very close. I think there'll be goals because um, uh, both sides have got decent enough attacking options. So I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going 1-1. Andrew, early evening game tomorrow, Kilmarnock Rangers. <sighs> I'd love to go for Kilmarnock, but I just think that um, everything points to to Rangers winning this one. Um, Getting revenge on Steve Clark and Kilmarnock. um, I'm very tempted to change my prediction, but I'm going to go Kilmarnock 1, Rangers 2. Dave? I've I've got the opposite. 2-1 to Killy. A very close game. Killy, as we know, they beat Rangers last time out at Rugby Park, and I take them to put the Jairs out of the cup. I'm going for one apiece, Dave. Sitting in the fence. <laughs> Celtic <laughs> against St. Johnson, Dave. Well, Tommy Wright, um, I've been speaking to him. He said um, to me, every one of his Saints players will have to be at their absolute best to have any chance of beating the holders in their own backyard. It, they can cause Celtic problems, but I'm going to have to go for 3-1 Celtic. Andrew? I think... Um, St Johnston's great run of form has sort of dried up and I see another 
Celtic 2-0 victory against St Johnson to make it three in a row. Okay, and I've gone 3-0. Um, Andrew Hearts, Auchinleck Talbot, another one on Sunday. Well, I think I'm right in saying, was it a 1-0 victory that Hearts mm-hmm. ground out last time they played Auchinleck in the Cup? But I think um, that they've got a big Uchi back fit again, and he will probably lead the line. I see Hearts winning this one 4-0. Dave? I'm going for 6-1 Hearts. Um, Auchinleck may have put air out, but this will be a step too far. I'm going for 6-0. And uh, Dave, staying with you for the big in 3.30 Sunday afternoon, Aberdeen, Queen of the South. Yeah, really looking forward to this one. A very intriguing cup tie. Queens are a good team. Um, Dobie will be dangerous, but I think the Dons will keep them quiet and bounce back after Wednesday night. A 3-0 Aberdeen. Andrew? I'd agree that. 3-0 for the Dons. I think it'll be fairly comfortable. I'm going for 5-0 for Aberdeen. So oh, let's, oh, yes. That'll be good. <laughs> let's get to the Red Army. This week represented by Jack Mickey. So this week, predicting on behalf of the Red Army, we've got Jack. Jack goes to Ottawa and Primary School in Ireland. So Jack, when you're ready, what do you think the score will be between Hibs and Rayford Overs? Rayford Overs are going to get thrashed. They're going to get thrashed. By how many? 2-0. 2-0 and then what about St Mirren against Dundee United St Mirren 2-0 St Mirren 2-0 to St Mirren and then Kilmarnock playing Rangers 1-0 Rangers ok 1-0 to Rangers Celtic against St Johnston 2-0 Celtic and Hearts against Auchinleck Talbot 5-0 Hearts 5-0 to Hearts and what about finally Aberdeen against Queen of the South 2-0 Aberdeen 2-0 Aberdeen thank you Jack well done, Jack, and uh, that's just about your lot. We'll be back same time next week. Remember, Sunday afternoon, 3.30 kick-off in the Scottish Cup. It's Aberdeen against Queen of the South. Bye-bye. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.